0: Using magnetic levitation to hover above its track and moving through a tube with nearly all the air sucked out, the pod accelerated to 192 miles per hour in just under
1: 1,000 feet. Ready for test? The electric propulsion system applied the equivalent of more than 3,000 horsepower to the pod, which then braked to a calm stop.
0: What's up, world? This is Cameron Ra. Welcome back to the latest and greatest episode of Upgrade America, the podcast. What's good CJ, talk to him, man. CJ Day
1: Slayer back stateside. We're here, we're getting cool. back on schedule. Cool, you know, we're gonna talk about transportation today. How are we gonna upgrade this
0: in America?
1: Hmm, what do you think, sir?
0: How are we gonna upgrade public transportation in America? Well, I'm gonna tell you, it's gonna be a hefty upgrade for one. We got a lot of work to do. Um, yes, I was fortunate to live in many cities across America. I've lived in, um, well, we both went to basic training in San Antonio and Texas. Yeah. And while I was out there, I found myself paying like, what, $50 to get to the Riverwalk Mall one way? For, like, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. It, it really yeah. wasn't a matter of like buses coming and then anything like that. Texas is a driving state. Like, yes. I, I was unfortunate, I did not have my license when I was out there, so Texas, my first time in Texas was was a nightmare. Now living in New York City, and everyone hates, uh, you know, everyone has something to say about the MTA and, you know, about the subway, but I found it to be one of the most efficient public transportation systems in America, and that's just my opinion. It's not perfect. There's always room for improvements to to say that. we have a lot of work to do, like across the nation. So um, let me let me start off by reading this excerpt: the mission statement of the Transportation, the U.S. Department of Transportation. So let's read their mission statement. Okay. The mission statement of the department is to serve the United States by ensuring a fast, safe, efficient, accessible, and convenient transportation system that meets our vital nation national interest and enhances the quality of life of the american people today and into the future wow so that's their mission statement and i don't and i'm not knocking any i don't really don't want to knock anyone because i'm i'm, I'm sure that people are doing their, their hardest yeah. but as i mentioned in these rural areas it's really difficult to get around how are we going to upgrade public transportation i have a lot of ideas from everything from Elon Musk's Hyperloop. Mm -hmm. He also has something else I find very interesting with the car sharing, electric cars and and whatnot. I think we need to get away from the whole, hey, everyone hop onto the bus and then this bus is gonna take you one place or another. I think we need to get into more of the individual car sharing type concept. Like, when you have the self-driving cars and everyone hates them, But they're truly going to revolutionize how we get around like yeah it's true when we have electric self-driving cars rather than have someone sitting at the bus stop for x amount of time a car can come and pick up a let's say four or five people picks them up in the car drops them off to some another area where other people get in that same car and go on other destinations don't have thousands of those rather than just having like you know one bus with 20 people i would want to whack that up into three little units where they would just go around and and service like that mm-hmm. another reason why we need to upgrade public transportation is because we're all going for this clean green we need to conserve energy and everything like that we want less people to drive plain and simple but if we want less people to drive you have to enhance public transportation or no one's going to play ball. Everyone's going to play Absolutely. Um, you asked me a very broad question, and I can go on all day on how I want to upgrade transportation. The Hyperloop? Um, okay, you're so that.
1: I'm... Yes, I'm familiar with that.
0: Can you uh, give us a little breakdown on that? Because you, you put me on to that. My understanding is it's like a vacuum tunnel.
1: Yeah, like the joints you see in the at the bank. You know how when you drive up and you got the little vacuum tubes mm-hmm. you're doing your banking that way, even though I know most people do it on their phone or at home or laptop or whatever. But if you happen to drive to a bank, <laughs> old school way, um, when you send that vacuum up, it goes, it's suction and it brings it into the bank and they grab it and they can send it back. Well, basically, that's a Hyperloop. It's basically you're flying on the ground because they, they fly like uh, commercial jet air speeds. Eventually, oh. that's the goal. It's supposed to go to that. How
0: many? What speeds?
1: Like 800. 800? Yeah, it's supposed to get to that miles per hour, like 800 wow. miles per hour. Eventually, that's where they want it. They're still you know testing and all that. but. And
0: think about how much time you can save.
1: And like Easy. It revolutionizes cargo too eventually, because if you can do that with people, why wouldn't you do that with commerce, you know, like goods and stuff you need to move across the country.
0: And that's something I think as well, it's going to make um, logistics that much more easier. Yeah. Another idea is um, they, have, they already have flying drones in Dubai, right? Drone taxis in Dubai. Did I, I would have missed, so they're so it's very strange. like They're missing one concept. I want to bring back the, the blimp, but little ones, and essentially they would be flying cars. And when you're talking about people, what, maximum speed in LA at peak traffic time is like single digits. Wow. Like four miles per hour or something ridiculous. I've been in New York City traffic where it's just like crawling. Like, we gotta find a better way to do that. Self driving cars is supposed to like totally minimalize that because it would be my understanding they'd be like synchronized. Yeah. So the car in front of you knows the exact speed that the car behind you is traveling. So they like work in a way that's optimal to get for everyone to get to their destination. And I'm totally for it, particularly for a public transportation uh, perspective. Yeah.
1: Um, I guess you wanna jump into these questions and we can just freestyle around it.
0: Yeah, yeah, let's jump into these
1: questions. Cause it, it's a very interesting topic and I don't feel like if we, I figure let's do the questions first, knock it out, and then kind of freestyle, cause it's a very interesting topic. It is. So, um, let's see. So we'll go, I'll hit you real quick. Um, each state has different transportation needs. How do we approach it as a country?
0: Mm. each state has different transportation needs how do we approach it as a country um, well I, I know the states are picking up a, a bit of public transportation bill. you know you have um, New Jersey Transit and, and whatnot, and New York has its own states tend to have their own thing so I think it's like yeah. and the, the best way to say it is that we would all have, we'd have to meet state by state and yeah. see what your needs are and um, how we can uh, enhance it. One of the things that I wanted to implement is a tax break for startups that can, and I don't want to say rival public transportation monopolies, but um, that can, yeah, that can provide some competition for them. Cause here's yeah. the thing, like monopolies breed inefficiency and um when you're sure. when your only choice is take it or leave it like you know you don't have much of a choice if you don't have a car so that's why I wanted to provide tax break opportunities for anyone who can provide um, you know some competition take the take New York City for instance like after 11 o'clock maybe it's 11:30, could be midnight now say, mm-hmm. but the trains start running locally There's no more expresses, which means the trains run a bit slower. If there is another company who is willing to take up that slack, pick up that slack, you know, and um, provide that service, yeah, I would. um, How would you say? Like, I think they would be worthy of a of a tax break. You know, they're picking up the slack, providing some extra service, providing some faster cars. You know, so there's no laps in, uh, in public transportation and it remains efficient 24 hours. Well, that's just uh, one of the approaches. Yeah, because the reason why I was bringing it up
1: is because Wyoming is going to have a different need than, say, Virginia. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like how do we approach it? So, Wyoming. You know, their weather tends to be, what, more winter. They probably have all seasons, but I'm pretty sure winter is like their longest season. Between winter and fall are like their most tricky seasons. Okay. And then they're less populated, but it's still a big state. So, but you still need to be able to get around.
0: Yeah, absolutely right.
1: So we would have to adjust like, all right, Wyoming, you would want stuff with like, Probably a little more battery power. It could be electric and stuff, but you definitely want some kind of backup because they probably don't get as much sun. Or solar power or whatever.
0: So uh, I'm not saying everyone has have to go electric, but I would like to see, um, and that whole car sharing model as well. That may not apply in all of the rural areas, particularly spots that are like 20 miles uh, apart from each other. Yeah, they would
1: need like four by four because they're in a the mountainous, more mountainous, more you got to worry about ice, snow, you know. I don't know. I'm just throwing out You're little bro. things, but that's kind of what.
0: And you know, as I mentioned, we would have to meet with every every state. Yeah. Particularly, I imagine Alaska, we would need a long session oh, with them. Man, yes. And, uh, like, they'd be like, joyous. well, in this particular season, we need these requirements. In yeah. this particular season you know it would have to be a state by state thing and, and, and addressed on that address just like that but it That's definitely right. needs to be addressed and right. we have to figure out a way to to reduce it but i'll be upfront with you i think we should first direct our emphasis on bigger cities how to reduce traffic how to reduce pollution okay. and get more efficient for, you know, for the, the, the mass amount of people that are in these populations, and then we can figure out how to, um, enhance and upgrade, uh, the rural parts of America as well. Absolutely. I agree with that. So that was your question. Let me, let's see what okay. Okay. I do believe we touched on the, the hyperloop. loop. How can we break up public transportation monopolies?
1: Okay. So I just happened to come from Asia. And let me tell you like when I was in Japan, super efficient transportation. I was like, oh, wow. So um, basically I think between China and Singapore, and I would say Japan, I haven't been to Singapore yet, but I'm talking about when I was doing my research, they have like the best models for public transportation.
0: So it was pretty cool. I really yeah, them their, too. Uh, they public transportation.
1: Um, but basically, but when we're talking about monopolies and stuff, it appeared to be like Singapore was like private and public work together for this to work. It was more like the collective good of the citizens and everybody lives there because at the end of the day, you still live there, too. Mm. So you got to use this at some point. You're not always going to be driving around. You're flying around. It's going to be some point you got to use the train or something. Well,
0: if it's efficient, I think more
1: people would use it. Absolutely. And um, I was trying to figure out the split, who would take care of what. This is kind of what I was grappling with. So are you talking about between the
0: feds and uh, in the state?
1: Exactly yeah. uh, Feds and private Okay uh, I put government should regulate and maintain But private should deal with like the economics Of the system hmm. But I don't know That's what I threw out first Just to see Like It's really tricky on both sides Because one side would be like well we should take care of this But to be honest The government is not as good with money As I would say mm-hmm. private so that's why I kind of lean to put it all private for the economics of it and let the government, they're pretty strict on regulation and stuff. They're good at that. You only have
0: a $19 trillion deficit. How's that bad? <laughs> so that's why I picked that. And then
1: also I would ask citizens for an increase in taxes to help funding along with offering investment opportunities like bonds for your average citizen. Mm-hmm. So if... You offer to raise an increase on taxes locally, but you say, "Hey, listen, this is what it's going for," and you also have opportunity to personally invest in it and get some money back. Who wouldn't want to tax? Hold money?
0: on. So you said in bonds?
1: Yeah, like bonds. So kind of investment. I'm I just threw out bonds for example. Cause no, I, I do
0: like common. um, I do like that idea. That's pretty cool. Um, even stock. Yeah. Like, uh, invest into it now. The company is worth something. Oh, did I mention you're getting more efficient public transportation? Exactly. I'm actually going to take a note of that. So, if if we were to do something like that, would it be a federal corporation? Like, it's it's like, because Amtrak is considered a federal corporation. I'm not sure. sure if they have securities in it, but that would be. Interesting concept Um are the
1: they on? Market. are they trading on the stock market? I'm um, pretty sure they are
0: right. Amtrak. i yeah. sure. I mean we could take a shot, hold on, I want to um invest into stock bond option. Totally spelled bond wrong put bond. <laughs> Amtrak stock.
1: I'm wondering, that's a good question.
0: Oh, really? Let me find out Amtrak has stock.
1: Cause I know Warren Buffett, I think he invested in what is that? Uh train company. Um uh, it was something he bought years ago. One of them train companies. I can't remember.
0: Bombardier.
1: I don't remember. I just know he bought trains somehow. Kind of like
0: they got the MTA
1: contract. Yeah, we want. I want to freestyle a little more on this one because, like, it's so fascinating. Indeed. indeed. Um. Let's see. You asked me a question. So I asked you. A, I asked you a question. Okay. How would. Future transportation affect the car and aviation industry. The car and
0: aviation
1: industry. Cause you're, you know, well, I guess you could put almost the transportation. Cause if we upgrade all this, for for example, mm-hmm. how does it affect existing stuff?
0: Oh, uh, we already we know the whole conventional car that's going out the window. Yeah. Because um, and in, in just imagine, like, you got a three-hour road trip, right? If you have to drive that three hours, it's like, it's unproductive time and you, you have to focus on driving. But if you have a self-driving car, you got that time back to yourself. But we're not talking about POVs, we're talking about um, public transportation. How would that change that? What's something that we have to consider is, yeah, while I'm all for these uh, self-driving cars, that's when um, the drivers, we gotta consider um, Displaced drivers and taxis all buses. While we're talking about the you know the equipment you still gotta consider the end user and we're kind of eliminating the end user with this approach and that's something you have to take into consideration as well. I, that, um, I don't know have to do but well. <laughs> it's tough shifts. I know it sucks it's just yeah, like yeah man it's like it's going to be so much cooler when you lose your job um, what are we going to do for you <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have that solution just like that. Yeah, it's, crazy. it's like um, I do want to create a government agency specifically for that just for people who are going to be displaced by technology um, we, we need to really consider that because if we can if we can make the lives of people more efficient by using this technology then mm-hmm. it's something that we, we have to consider but at the same time like I said we got to consider displaced workers let's go back to the, the nature of your question where you're saying like um how will it change cars and aviation i already mentioned we must have the self-driving uh, technology yeah i want to say perhaps it would be encouraged the you know if the government is investing into it that they would go more clean invest into more electric hybrid type technology yeah. i imagine that would be a standard requirement for you know for future cars um as far as aviation hmm. my cousin he's a pilot and yeah I'm- my own
1: is very into aviation too and we've had these discussions like Bruh, like
0: so he it's showed basic. me some really great footage, like from his training manual and yeah. why they don't like automate, um, they don't automate the whole landing thing because it's like, I guess, even with the GPS's, if you were to use GPS's and they don't it's like, um, it's more of like razors or something like that and it's, it's something they don't want to automate, they, they're just not going to automate just yet and I, I, I totally forget the it had to do with the directory of lasers and, and all that stuff it was... I don't know but I don't want to say that I don't foresee just so we're, we're discussing the whole aviation aspect mm-hmm. I don't foresee uh, automated flights just yet okay but what about you what do you think um
1: yeah, it's it's one of those paradoxes where it's like the benefit for all but the unintended consequences of what's going to happen when you introduce this or when this becomes the standard so but you got <laughs> so you con- unattended, unattended
0: like consequences?
1: You, you don't you don't intend to put people out of work but that's what's going to happen you're absolutely right basically that's what I'm saying it's like damn you putting this bus driver has been working for 15 years now all of a sudden his job's gone
0: well they're estimating it's going to be another 10 10 um, 10 20 years yeah and i i could see it being more around 10 12 10 or 12 years but at the same time that's why i'm I'm blowing this trumpet like letting people know like it's not going to be like this forever so, yeah that's true and you can't be mad when that change comes because it's it's gonna come but uh i'm, I'm sounding off to let people know you you, you can't fight technology
1: no you cannot and i'm
0: learning when you're talking about the safe um, if the self-driving car is safer it's more efficient and it can run 24 by seven like yeah, it's hard to argue you're really not like um even John Henry might beat the machine once, but he's not going to beat it every single time. And yeah. the machine can outperform the, the human being, and it's more cost-effective. You know, it's it's best practice. It's good business. It's not personal. And um, I don't know. I, I, I really want to um, do some start some transitional training for people who need that to get into it. Yeah, we'll figure it out. All right,
1: what you got? Hit me on
0: and, uh, huh, huh, huh. Uh, transportation, uh, could public transportation be free and effective?
1: I'm glad you asked, Cameron Rob, because we have examples of that in the U.S. Do we know? Please enlighten us. Across 28 cities across America, have free transportation that blew my mind yeah can
0: you
1: name one uh it's a bunch of (laughs) i looked it up i forgot where i found it but 28 cities for sure i'll give you example i think clemson like my favorite football team college football in their area i think they have free buses or something like
0: that i'm curious to hear their business model
1: um, well, obviously, all right, I'm gonna go down my list of stuff what I came up with and then I'll go back to that. So, Luxembourg is trying to be the first country to have all free transportation. Um, Hong Kong and Singapore, according to like some kind of company or that rates uh, public transportation, have the best public transportation systems in the world. So, it's Hong Kong and Singapore, those, and then it's like Korea, like they were in the top 10 you know, Japan and all them. Then you have, let's see, uh, I said, for America, we have to get our own way uh, with economic tribalism. And I said, we need to be more collaboratively economic form of
0: capitalism. Economic
1: tribalism? Yeah, like basically the rich deal with the rich. They don't deal with the poor or the middle class unless we're buying their product or yeah. something like that. So if you're having us in the room, like Germany does this very well. That's why like with their unions and stuff, they have managers that are on the floor. They have managers that are high key, you know, high executives. Then they have people who like are like in the middle somewhere. All these people are in the room when they're making decisions with their company. And that's why they're so successful is because they have all of that going on. But that's just a little quick example of why you need to include everybody in the room. They're gonna see something that this person won't see. You live two different lives. You're not gonna see stuff. That's
0: the whole diversity thing.
1: So that's where I come with the economic tribalism. And then uh, I believe people can profit and make a difference and also be sustainable while building this stuff. We can do all this stuff. It's a matter of do we want to? Mm. Are we too worried about profits to worry about progress? So then we have to make it profitable. So in the way technology is going, like we talk about all the time with building and construction, we got all this stuff. We don't use it because it's going to cut out these people from getting any profit instead of all of us coming together and be like, listen, this might get cut off but if we all come together pull our resources pull our energy our talents we're all still going to make money we just gone that's obsolete now that's what it is that's more like you know um and then the other thing was you asked about it all comes back this is what i'm figuring out the key to making this happen would be public and private investment with a shared vision including the citizens who live and use this Modes of transportation. You gotta include the people in there, bro. A lot of
0: the time, you talking about them investing into it? Yeah, that. Like, it
1: has to be government and private doing. It It has to be, or it can't work. One of the the people would
0: be able to. So, if the people invested into it, they would own a piece of it, like you're saying through the whole stock issue thing. Yeah, I like that idea. It's not like they're just throwing money at it through taxation. It's like, like. This is this
1: is I like yep. it. Um, I have to let me let me bring up the uh, cities though real quick. You asked that, I bring Please. it up. Yeah, I was shocked to know there was free uh, transportation like in the U.S. like that. I was like, really? I
0: would really like to see
1: their business model. Basically, what I saw was it, it comes down to um, it was colleges. Um, corporate and government working together to do this.
0: Colleges.
1: Yep, colleges. You think about how much money your top B1 college, Division one college has swirling around. So i give you an example like Clemson, for example. Now that we've been winning championships in football, we got more money. We got more boosters providing more money. We're making more money for merchandise, you know, games. We got the ACC network, which we're a part of which is television. So we got television revenue. Why couldn't they help invest in something that benefits the citizens of South Carolina that attend your university and that live in the country? So it's it's feeding itself. It's, you're investing in basically
0: the people. Now is that a college town? Or yes, is it Clemson is. It's a college Okay, town. That's, it. that's pretty interesting. Um... Uh... So then, maybe that's uh something. You know how like on the subway, you have all that advertising. Yeah. Have you ever been in one in Times Square? They make, um, sometimes they make the entire car an advertisement. Like I was on one with M and M's, and like the entire car was painted with M and M's, like everywhere it was colored. And yeah, like
1: that. yeah, I see. They do that with the buses uh here in Orlando. I'm talking about the
0: interior.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, I seen that. Oh yeah, that yeah. it was pretty cool. First time I seen that. All like, right. The only way I, where I was going with this was like perhaps if these big businesses or these, uh, these big products, what uh-huh. have you, if they did that more, and they paid for that advertising for that whole car, mm-hmm. but it would also cover the cost of the people riding it, so it would be free. Okay.
1: well that's
0: less, it's like they're paying for ads in order. Uh,
1: you know, you get us a free ride. I'm trying to... Hold on, I'm going to find a list of cities. I was shocked when I saw this, bro. I was like, really? Uh, Here we go. So... Where is it? I saw Americas. Where is America? Ah, oh, damn. It's like, disappeared? Um... No, 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 no. Oh, another example, I know we were talking about, damn, it's like gone now all of a sudden. I had like 28 of them. Um, they were all over the U.S. It was like Colorado, all kind of places. But another example of uh, automated driving was uh, at the airport, the automatic people mover like when you go into different terminals and stuff the little train that moves you from terminal to terminal there's nobody driving that
0: <laughs> hold on here's a list of cities that currently provide public transportation for free if you know any cities which aren't representative blah, 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 blah. yeah so let's go to us so akron arkansas avon baltimore Boston. yeah Bozeman, yeah, there's quite a few here. Clemson, as you mentioned. Columbus. Hawaii has free public transportation. I have no idea. (laughs) Kansas City, Miami has free public transportation. Yeah,
1: it's called the Tri Rail. Uh, Fort Lauderdale,
0: Miami area. That's cool. Philly has free public transportation. Pittsburgh, Salt Lake City. The Staten Island Ferry? Was that free? Oh, I it was like two fifty. Maybe it was free. It is free.
1: I've been to Staten Island ever, so I wouldn't know uh, be honest. I
0: took the Staten Island Ferry because I wanted to get a shot of the Empire State Building. I'm sorry, of the Statue of Liberty.
1: Gotcha.
0: Uh the ferry kinda takes you within camera Ranch. So yeah, that's pretty cool.
1: So I mean, we could do it. The biggest thing, like I told you, is it's it was public institutions like college, it was corporate, and then it was governmental, all working together. Okay. That's how we have to do it.
0: Um. Well, I'm I'm more than sure we can make it happen. It's just a matter of of how and meeting the needs of each individual uh, region.
1: Gotcha um let's see ah uh, this question is kind of like i asked it i'll ask it in which countries have the best models of the most reliable transportation
0: public transportation okay, so <laughs> i had the fortunate opportunity of living in both europe and asia and for me i found the Asian countries were more reliable per- transportation. Granted, I wasn't really in any of the rural parts. I mean, Kunsan was pretty rural. Mm -hmm. We had alright public transportation, but Seoul was very efficient, and on top of that it was smooth. The infrastructure was pretty, uh, it seemed pretty well-maintained. Like, you go down certain uh, cars, like the A-Train for instance, Mm -hmm. sometimes it shakes and it rattles, but like Seoul was like smooth
1: sailing yeah Japan was pretty smooth
0: from what I remember from Japan yeah theirs was pretty smooth too did you have the chance to jump on that bullet train
1: yeah I did what was the
0: top speeds cruising speeds for that
1: I would know because it felt so comfortable it didn't feel like it was going fast but I knew it was going fast based on where we were going how long it Mm -hmm. took to get there that's how I knew how fast we were going so, Kyoto from Five the port, distance, yeah, is like two or three hours, but we got there in like one and a half, two hours. Wow. So so if I going drove that, go. it'd be like three and a half hours. So, oh, like, hour, but, yeah, but, we are rolling. It didn't you know, seem like fast, it's weird. When you're riding, it doesn't feel super fast, but. You just know, based on tracking your time, like, oh, all right, what time am I supposed to get there? Oh, damn! And then, like, it snuck up on us. We actually missed our stop because we, me and my homeboy, getting into a debate. We mm-hmm. missed our stop. We ended up in Osaka, mm-hmm. which is 30 minutes from Kyoto. So <laughs> that showed you how fast it was moving. Like, next thing you know, we are missed our stop. We like, damn, oh,
0: damn. I we got the, the bullet train in Germany? I uh, know they call it the ice train. Like in mm-hmm. Germany, and it was pretty uh, It was pretty fast too I don't recall what their cruising speeds It could be up to 200 But you yeah. definitely noticed the time difference It's the that. time but I, I do want to say wow, Germany had some fast trains Like getting around from town to town Was pretty in, Big encumbrance Like um, I had a train
1: was, station in my village In Germany, I never used it though
0: Um but... I didn't I so didn't use. I lived a bus. in. I lived in Mock and Box. They did have buses, but um, to be fair, I had a car there, so I really didn't. Me you know, too. Schedule in there, but when I didn't have a car, like when I came back as a civilian, it was like um, taking cabs with the euros and all oh, that. Was, man, oh yeah. it's dope, man! it's no joke. Yeah. And to me, that's where. i know it's upgrade america we're really not focusing on other countries but i'm just saying uh, their public i find public transportation in in asia was a bit more efficient
1: yeah definitely i would agree with that um as far as questions bro i think we covered everything questioning so what are you what what interests you in uh transportation like what Get, well, you, um, get your juices flowing.
0: Again, I'm um, I'm really for the whole green movement, and okay. uh, I know my family's all sleeping. <laughs> so they're trying to limit cars and in traffic into Manhattan, right? Okay. And I,
1: they I know oh, no, you said you know as well. I noticed that, what you're saying, because I remember last time I went to Times Square, I remember coming there before, and you could drive down there. I remember going back, you can't
0: really drive down there. I'm like, oh, wow. I avoided, like, the play when my GPS. <laughs> the- I'm like, no, <laughs> anywhere but 42nd Street. Like, yeah. It's tough to drive through there. But, no, the, the trend is that they want to, you know, limit cars because, essentially, cars are causing emissions and, and everything around that nature. And if we're really going to do that, you've got to have, you can't just tell people stop driving. Like you hear in India, how they're like, Hey, only people with certain license plates can drive on this day. Yeah. Because of emissions. Like it's kind of like alternate. Yeah.
1: They got a lot. You you don't
0: have like, if you don't have feasible or reliable transportation, like it's not going to happen. And. we we have to provide that. It's, you've seen the mission statement of, you know, of that Department of Transportation is we we gotta provide reliable transportation to the people across the nation. And there's always room for improvement.
1: Yes. I'll give you example on, I I guess you would say, micro level here in Orlando. Mm -hmm. We have the potential to have a world-class transportation system. It's the fact that Florida is a driving state and people are resistant to give up that freedom of driving, which I get because Florida is very beautiful and like driving and, you know, we basically live in perpetual summer. So I get it like convertibles, the Florida, whole Florida Miami bikes, you know, all that, right? But Richard Branson is investing in a train system that'll go to Disney He just took over uh, Public Works. Another private company was doing it well. He bought them out and he's building, he's trying to get the train to go to um, the airport, International Airport in Orlando and Disney. And that's something that Public been fighting about forever. And this dude's willing to make it happen like right now because he sees the importance of commerce, goods, real estate. When you have flexibility for your tourists to come in, we get like on average, 80 million tourists a year in Orlando. And it's been 80 million (laughs) a year. So it's been going up each year, too, since I've been here, I think. It's gone up like a few percent every year. And we got an influx of people moving here. With that being said, we already have what we call a sunrail, which is a commuter train. It goes, it goes about it spans about what 40 miles maybe it's like this little small town like the barrier all the way to point Siena, which we call little puerto rico because a lot of puerto rican people live in this area casemi point sienna so that's a pretty far drive like if you had to drive that it probably would take you like hours to get there with our traffic and all that It'd probably be faster with the train. I haven't done it yet. I need to do it to see what it's like and kind of film it, you know, maybe share
0: it or something. Yeah, yeah that would be cool.
1: Um, but it only runs Monday through Friday from like five in the morning to maybe the last train runs at like 10 at night.
0: So you, is, there, is there a need for it? Well, I suppose, yeah, uh, on Saturday and Sunday, there would be a need for it. This is
1: what pisses me off. They're saying they don't have enough funding for it, but I'm like, I'm sure you could get that funding now that you've proved it's a proven concept. And the thing that, that pisses me off about here is, we're a 24-hour city because we work 24 hours. We're a service industry-based city mainly. So you got bartenders, waiters, servers, all these people like this. We're not 24 hours like New York, but we're 24 hours with people moving around.
0: Okay.
1: Um. If we had extended service seven days a week and have off-peak hours like New York and on-peak, you know, peak hours and off-peak, that thing would grow. Ridership would go up like this. The only reason our ridership, to me, in my opinion, hasn't gone up is we don't operate on a weekend. We have over 700 events in Orlando alone every year. That's just Orlando. I don't even think that's necessarily the suburbs, all this. So why wouldn't you have a train system that is accessed all times of day? Because these events are not on every day on Saturday at 2 p.m. Like it's different times, different days.
0: Perhaps uh, the events can sponsor a bit of the cost to operate the, the rail. It's, uh, it's only going to serve their, um, you know, can bring more people
1: to know. I've thought about it too. Like Disney has a monorail system, and they also got a gondola system coming out, like a tram. Oops. Yeah, nah, it's more like a tram though. It, it kind of oh, okay. looks like gondola, but like a well, they have that too. But it's like an air tram. What do you call those? Like an air tram? Like something you would use to go up in the mountains? It's cable cars. Sort of like that, and they're gonna have. A whole bunch of those around there. They've been constructing those. I work out there, so I know. And seeing these two modes of transportation, along with their bus system, they're, Disney's basically a city. It's his own city, Disney World. That's one of the oh, best yeah, totally. to during a hurricane is there because they have everything on there.
0: They got wow. food,
1: shelter, infrastructure, tools, all that stuff. Everything's there, right? seeing that model as Disney as a city, if we apply that to Orlando, number one, it would help their bottom line because now everybody can get out there easier (laughs) and don't have to deal with the traffic and all that. Number two, make them look good because they have a big imprint on Orlando. Mm -hmm. Number three, I don't see why not because they're proving the concept. So my concept also to improve public transportation to have buses run 24 7 in Orlando. Our bus system is inadequate. Another thing would be Build a monorail system to connect neighborhoods to the main commuter train, because the commuter train only goes basically north to south. does it branch out into the different neighborhoods of Orlando and to the rural areas. If we connect all that and then start connecting the beach, which everybody loves to go to the beach, it's a win for the whole state of Florida, because then we can connect all the beaches of Florida. Everybody can go chill out. You take more roads.
0: Want it. to create jobs and have a cleaner, a cleaner Florida. Yeah. So. Mission-wise. Mostly.
1: Those are my passions locally. Like. That's I something consider. to consider. Yeah, I would love to see it, man. I brought it up to on IG with <laughs> the visit. Visit Orlando is a big marketing agency for tourism. Mm-hmm. And then I brought it up with Disney and I think some other entity. I think it was like a paper or something IG. I was like, yo, when are we going to get that monorail system in the city? And so one of the other ones was like, yeah, that like that'll happen. <laughs> so it was pretty funny dialogue
0: going back. Hey, it's a possibility, man. You can't limit. it.
1: So, yeah, man, that's where I'm at with it.
0: I dig, and um, I'm totally for upgrading transportation in order to upgrade America.
1: Yeah, man. That's all I got, if you got anything else.
0: I think we're good. Hey, thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us, and stay tuned for the next uh, episode of Upgrade America. <laughs> i <I'm trying laughs> my super, trying to get my superhero swag on. You know, like, Upgrade <laughs> America.